Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me as always is Scott. No Joe again today. I think he quit. I'm pretty sure Joe just quit the show. No, no, let's tell everybody what he's really doing. <laughs> he, he's deep into the Miller Report so that we can have all of these facts. And so Joe is on special assignment this week. And uh, yeah, we miss you Joe. But 440 some pages wasn't going to read itself, so... Well, look, I'm just glad. R.I.P. Joe. I'm glad he got the uh, the full report, not the redacted one, so that we're going to get all of the info that uh, all those black lines. A lot of black lines. <laughs> we do have an awesome show for you guys tonight. America may be burning, but uh, this show will <laughs> it stays help. on fire. We will help take your mind off of the <laughs> ridiculousness that is our country right about now. We're going to be talking some NFL scheduling, uh, bat flips. We got to get into the bat mm, flip controversy bat tonight. Uh, and it is official. Take it off the board. It is done. Tiger Woods is back. Tiger, 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 Tiger Woods. And I, I hate, that's the one bad thing about being on on Thursdays, because we are now, like a new tournament has already started. We needed an emergency show on Sunday Yes, night. we definitely did need that, uh, but we didn't have one, so instead we're going to talk about it tonight. And if you're sick of hearing about Tiger Woods, tough shit. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you owe what eight dollars to the swear trial? A lot of money. <laughs> Damn, man! <laughs> hit the, hit the drop. <laughs> All right, I had to turn off the intro music <laughs> to even get to the drop. Once again, here I am, the motherfucker of the week. Oh, didn't man. even, man, didn't even get uh, we also, into the show. We also have a very special guest joining us tonight. Yes, uh, we'll talk she's, about... She's blowing up the internet, and she's going to share her story with us. We yes. got the exclusive. Viral sensation. Yes. Uh, we'll tell you about that in Upper Deck, yep, and then we'll uh, get and then that. get her on the line and talk this through. Let's not waste any more time before I start swearing again. Jesus, dude. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was more excited that I recorded, and I like <laughs> we went live at the right time. We got live. I we was, got recorded. I you, was you checked so every excited. box, and you're like, shit. <laughs> uh, well, we're also... And We're then I checked that box. Explicit. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, tell the people about Would You Rather this week, Scott. Oh, would you rather the NFL schedule release parte went down yesterday, and uh, we're going to talk Anthony Wayne. By the way, says that. Bengals ten and six, and I laughed. Super Bowl champs. Cool. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, so the schedule came out yesterday, and we got to thinking, because uh, everybody, especially in Bengals land, um, that was kind of what inspired it a little bit. Nobody wants to see that dreaded London mm. schedule. I mean, unless you're a Jaguars fan, and then you know it's happening, because they're basically 
They, they're, they're from London. London. It's the London Jaguars. <laughs> they're, the, yes. they're, they're the Jacksonville Bureau from London. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we thought, would you rather your team have all home games over in London, which means you get all the fun that comes with the, the travel and the usual seven in the morning start times if you're on the East Coast? Yeah. Or would you rather have all of your home games on Thursday night, which also brings with it the fact that you have a bunch of short weeks when you're coming off of any Sunday games for all of your home games and the sloppy play that comes along with that. So we thought that'd be a pretty good juxtaposition. Thursday night games, not many people like, and London games, a lot of people don't like. Yeah, and this one, so I'm I'm glad you clarified that a little bit more because when when you first talked about this in our pre-show chat, I was like, yeah. I mean, people are going to pick the Thursday night game because mm-hmm. uh, that's what they're going to rather have because they, they'll at least be able to go to those games. Right. Like, who cares? But um, justifying it with just your home games are on right. Thursday night is there's no rough. Yeah, there's no standard. Because where even, if you get to, even if you get to go to the games, you got to work. You can't really tailgate like you can when it's a Sunday game. Right. You can't party right. Right. and stay out after the game because you got to be at work on Friday. So all home games for Thursday night would suck so bad. <laughs> Scott says that Thursday night football games are about as good as Mike is at not going explicit. (laughs) This is accurate. (laughs) This is accurate. So, yeah, Lousy, would you rather have all your team's home games played Thursday night or over in London town? What's What's your choice on this one? This is a tough one for me, and I could justify either one. I haven't made my final decision. I don't. I really don't like Thursday night games, man. Yeah, I, I mean the shows Thursday night. Mm, Imagine every true. Thursday night. Yeah. I'm well, you know, not every missing. Thursday night. Just whenever well, yeah, the just Niners every are every Niners home, home yeah. game. I'm missing because we're doing the show, or I'm oh, one eye on it. Yeah. You're yelling at me because I'm not paying attention to you. So I mean, that's that, the, just the regular. That's a regular show Thursday anyways. night, but whatever. Uh. Um, so I yeah, Thursday nights are really rough, but. Those those London games. I don't know how many times I forget them. Now I guess it would be different if it was your. Regular, you knew, okay, these right. weeks I'm waking up and I got it. But I don't know how many times those London games have happened. And because the Niners have only played one in, out of any of the times that they've had them over there, I've never had to think about the, oh, it's 7.30 and I wake up at about 8 or whatever, just going through the morning routine on a Sunday. And, oh, my God, the, there's a football game on and it's, it's halfway over? Oh, yeah, well, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing that, that that sucks with that is the fantasy football thing. I don't know how many people. Oh get, yeah, people when you wake up thinking you're, because yeah. they forgot to. I'm gonna set my lineup. Got my and, lineup. Oh, gotta no. get this lineup set before noon. And oh, got a bunch of guys on the bench that I would have started <laughs> otherwise. Thanks, London start time. So yeah, I don't know, man. I think I would prefer my team playing Thursday night. As awful as Thursday night games are, um, I really don't. And we kind of mentioned this too from our from the fan perspective. It's one thing from the player perspective. Like, can you imagine having to travel to London every other week? Like, just right. from you're going to have effects. Uh, you, sure, you have effects for a shortened week, but I feel like the effects of having to travel to and from London weekly would be way worse on your team. Well, so you're going to lose. A lot of guys are without their families. For that basically the entire year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. They're, yeah. Uh, Tyson says, stop looking at me, Mike. What's with these weird camera angles? Uh, it's weird when Joe's not on the show, okay, Tyson? So back <laughs> off, bro. <laughs> oh, wait. We flipped the, fl- the explicit fly. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know where that was going, but 
<laughs> well played. All right, get your votes in. We've got it on Twitter at Craft B Sports and on Facebook, uh, so you can cast your <laughs> and, vote. And last week, I think I made the mistake of you said ass, and I said, oh, it flipped it, and then I said, oh no, it's okay to say asshole, and I think it's actually the. F- no, I said asshole. Okay, so you, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. right. Okay, yeah. so it is that way. And I, I was sitting there thinking all week, I'm going to look up the the, the the terms that are okay for, for radio. And now I don't need to because you... I just... Uh, five seconds. It, it doesn't even matter. Shit. Yeah, all right. No-, <laughs> no, that one isn't. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about this beer that we're drinking. Uh, this is uh, First Pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Look, guys, we use Dugout Mugs here on the show. We use them religiously off the show. There's nothing better than drinking your beer out we, of a baseball bat. We eat each bought one for our own personal use yes. <laughs> outside of the ones you see us right. holding. Uh, and we've got the hookup for you. If you want to drink your beer out of a bat, go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You'll get 20% off your entire order. That's it. No code, nothing. Just go to that link, dugoutmugs.online slash craft, and get 20% off that order. Uh, the openers are legit. Half baseball openers. They've got baseball, or they've got openers made from the handle of bats. They've got wine glasses. Made There's something for everybody yeah. there. Go check them out. And you can have them fully customized if you don't you don't have a favorite mlb team doesn't matter you can have your little league team your a personal message whatever wants they will fully customize your mug for you whatever you want get 20 percent off go to dugout mugs check them out all right uh what are we drinking out of dugout mugs this week little (laughs) juice smoothie yes and i'm trying to find the screen there it is okay little juice smoothie uh this one is by three magnets brewing in olympia washington 6.8 percent abv beer um this one here's this is how tavor sold us on this one it's got mango, papaya, sweet pineapple, a touch of apricot, and notes of grapefruit before... Hold on. A touch of what? Apricot. Is this another word that we fight over? You it say is. apricot? It's, it's apricot. Apricot? Okay. Um, Ape- well, <laughs> it's <laughs> apricot. Some, gotta get you some English lessons, it's, man. It is apricot, apricot, isn't it? No, it's apricot. Come on. That's crazy no talk. Ape. It's apricot. Uh, anyways, I feel like put put it on the poll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we need to make live polls during the show. Thanks, Levitard. And I'm not trying to go there with it. I just literally, I know we have the option to do it, and we don't do it often enough. But that's one of those ones where I feel like we should have the the poll set up. Because okay, um, apricot uh, or apricot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, definitely a, a, a fruity, hoppy beer that uh, that they advertised on this one, and it is one that initial tastes are. It's pretty. It lives up to the billing uh, mm, right yes. off the bat. A lot of fruit flavor in this one. Uh, definitely a hoppy finish. Uh, this is one that we would have probably canned immediately a year ago, and uh, I'm no really doubt. digging this right this, off the bat. This is from the, the IPA uh, cask that we would have never touched over a year ago or, or immediately canned and just been you know off of it. But I think if you've listened to the show recently especially, you know how excited and how uh, crazy we are about these juice IPAs and these smoothie slash shake IPAs that they have and this one starting out just great has all the mouth feels that you're looking for <laughs> lots of good mouth feels uh, 3.98 caps on untapped so it's a, a pretty highly rated beer as well so it's one that I am super excited for uh, and it is it is not disappointing to start off with uh, I did put that poll up by the way apricot or apricot 
it should be live on everybody's screen. So go vote on there that one go. and let us know what you think. Uh, we will see how this beer holds up, but I think you can probably get an idea exactly how this one's going to go. Unless all of a sudden I find a turd at the bottom of the can. I'm pretty sold on this one. That would be that would be absolutely awful. Yeah. Oh, and that's a surprise at the bottom of the can. Uh, we'd be hitting up three magnets immediately about that if uh, if they tried to pull that on us. Uh, Scott, let's get into Upper Deck, and why don't you tell the folks about our good friends at Minuteman Tickets? Oh, Minuteman Tickets, they are the best, and you know why? Because we love them, and they're Ohio guys, just like us, and just like a lot of you guys, but they're also sports fans, and they're not going to screw you over like other ticketing companies, no matter what you're looking for, football, baseball, hockey, theater, rib cook-offs, taco trucks, (laughs) whatever it is, they, they, they told us. If one of our listeners wants tickets to something, reach out to them and they will do everything they can to get it and they will come through. Minuteman's got it all. Hit them up, MinutemanTickets.com or call them at 614-943-3000. Avoid all of the fees and tell them that you heard about them on Craft Brewed Sports. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk some Notre Dame uh, and not the, uh, the the situation that's not happening the one that's in Paris. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Uh, now let's talk a little Notre Dame because Notre Dame was making some headlines this week. Normally when it's offseason and Notre Dame is in the headlines, it's because some player got drunk and tried to fight the cops and got a DUI. Or another and- coach got fired. Or another coach got fired. Yep, there's something like that. Uh, but not this week. This week, Notre Dame held their tryouts for the mascot. And if you don't know, uh, it used to be student voted. I don't know if they still do student votes or if the cheerleading squad votes on it. Uh, but they held their tryouts. And for the first time in school history, the Notre Dame leprechaun is going to be a female. A uh, female was elected one of the leprechauns. There's three that get uh, chosen. Uh, they, they rotate the different sports. Uh, this is so. Here's the the characters that they have for Leprechaun. This is the second and third time in school history that uh, the Leprechaun will be black. It happened once when we were like in grade school. They elected a black dude, and I remember old white guys lost their minds. They were like, "What? <laughs> I can, what?" I can only imagine. I remember people making the same joke of, "What part of Ireland is he from? South Central?" And it's like, "Oh, oh Jesus Christ!" Uh, so that's now, a bad black joke is a real bad black joke. Uh, but they they elected a, a black dude named Samuel Jackson, which immediately yes. is awesome. Uh, and, and Almost, then, in honor of him, we should play the motherfucker drum again. <laughs> we should. Little shout hit. out to Little Sam hit. Yes. Shout out to you, Sam Jackson. New, new leprechaun, Samuel Jackson. Uh, and then Lynette Wookie, uh, I think that's how you say her last name. She is actually from Ohio. She's from the Illyria area. Uh, and she oh, was... Illyria? Yeah. Illyria, Ohio. Never heard of it. It's up near Cleveland. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, she was a... a Ohio born and raised, and there's always parts that somebody will yeah, drop. There's... And I'm like, huh? I was like, Kashocton? That's a place? <laughs> that exists? You're making that up. <laughs> Uh, but she'll be the first ever female uh, leprechaun. And then the the third guy, he's coming back again. Uh, he's actually from Ireland. So the, the, for, he was the first one in school history to be from Ireland and be the leprechaun. So a really cool cast of uh, leprechauns next year for Notre Dame. So uh, keep your eyes out uh, for that on the sidelines next year. It's probably going to be more entertaining to watch them than uh, Notre Dame football because it's, it's going to be a little rough next year, I think. That's my prediction. Yeah. Well, I'm just lowering the bar, the expectations. So that way, if they do all right, I'm like, cool. Ah, this is better than the six and six that I thought was coming. They're going to be terrible. 
Terrible defense. <laughs> well, you know what? I thought they were going to be really bad last year, and then they, you know, went to the playoffs. So I'm going to stay out of it this time, and I'll defer to the expert. Why don't you say they're going to be ter- terrible again for me, please? They're going to be terrible. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on to the next story. This next one, man won't stay out of the news. I feel like it's going to be like this forever. I, we're, our, our kids are going to be talking about this dude. But Gronk <laughs> is back in the news. And this time he decided that he was going to use the Lombardi Trophy as a bat. <laughs> And of I mean, if you're, yeah, I mean, if you're going to use a trophy that's not designed as a bet to be a bet, then it's going to end up damaged. And it did. It got a nice, nice little dent in it. And uh, well, we're going to play a video for you because it's funny. It's the audio of a video. But yeah. yeah oh, well, yeah. Uh, Gronk thought of a great idea. Uh, he'd play around and, and get a swing. And um, as he's lined up, Jules is the pitcher. Uh, Gronk standing there, and I think we're all under the impression. I mean, no way is he gonna swing a Lombardi trophy. <laughs> it's Gronk, of course strange. he is. We're thinking he's not gonna swing the bat. He's not gonna do it. And literally at the last second, when Eleven throws the ball, we see 87 go from a batting position to a bunt. <laughs> so there you have it. Mr. 69 himself <laughs> using the Lombardi trophy as a bat. Okay. Can we just wait? Hang on real quick. Just listen to this one more time. Just, oh my God. The, the sound it, is just, it's also, <laughs> it, it, it's also everybody in the lunchroom. Oh, because right, right. they know how ridiculous it was and probably saw the dent immediately. Just, oh, uh, I will give props to the Patriots, which I never do. They said they're not going to replace it. They're not going to repair it. They're just going to leave it there and let the story be that. Just let it go. Yeah. It's it's Gronk's trophy now. I I will also say, and then I can say this and and be all right with it. The Niners have five Super Bowl trophies and now the (laughs) Patriots have six. And I feel like if you have that many trophies, if something like this happens and it's a beloved player in their case. Might as well have a story to tell on one of yeah, them. Yeah, right. It isn't their first. It isn't the only one they have. I could see a franchise who... I feel like even if it's the first one, screw it. Like, it's a story that... Well, I... The difference is it's, it's a guy that everybody likes. If it was a dude that nobody liked or was, <laughs> was just a dude that nobody team, liked, he wouldn't have had it in his possession to be bumping. That's a good point. That's a good point. Place. Yeah, they wouldn't have let like, him touch it. I want to know how a retired guy... Has access to the Lombardi Trophy to be able to. It was probably before. It. it was probably before he retired, right? Like this didn't actually just happen. This, I don't this know. Is, I yeah. didn't hear about it until just now. And That's Gronk, a good point. Gronk stories do not delay. That's a good point. Gronk stories are, <laughs> they're, are immediate, they're right away. So I don't know, but either way, I, I will give them props for them just saying, "Eh, we're gonna roll with it." We got five other non-dented ones. This, I, this, I this dent is also takes off the onus from the time our owner got busted for handies. Which nobody wants to see that video, right? I know they're fighting for that. Nobody wants to see that, right? I got all the jokes for it, but I don't want to see it. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm never going to click play on that one. That is not a video that I'm going to be watching. That's Uh, not even one of those ones where I'm curious about it. Nope. (laughs) All the notes. (laughs) All right, let's talk Florida Man. It wouldn't be Upper Deck without a Florida Man story. (laughs) Uh, And this week is no exception. So this story broke. I think Tabari put it in the, the Craft Root Sports Facebook group. And if you guys aren't a part of that, go join that up. Uh, search for the Craft Root Sports group. Uh, but Tabari shared this story in. Uh, there was a kid in Florida, uh, a senior in high school, who tried to RKO his principal. <laughs> <laughs> 
which he, first of all, did a terrible job. He didn't sneak up. It wasn't out of nowhere. The principal clearly saw it coming. And then the principal almost slammed him. Like, the, he countered it really nicely so and, and got you away. you told me about this story in the group, and I'm sharing it with somebody at work. And it was the first time I watched a video. I start cracking up because the guy recording it on his cell phone, I'm thinking, all right, this was definitely one of those moments where the friend is the one recording it. And he said, hey, man, I'll give you 20 bucks if you RKO the principal. <laughs> Go get the principal. And this guy, right? I'll do it. Right. I don't care. <laughs> so he walks up and he screams it out. There's nothing covert about it. He just RKO. RKO. And <laughs> immediately in one file swoop, he gets his arm up and the principal grabs him and slams him into the locker. So funny on so many <laughs> it levels. Was the best. Well, so I thought that was it. And on its surface, that was enough. That made it into Upper Deck. Right. That was an Upper Deck worthy post. It was getting into Upper Deck. But this dude then took it one step further. And a few days later, oh, he was arrested, by the way, for that. He was charged with battery on his principal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he was taken to jail. But he was arrested again a few days later at a mall in Florida. In another video, he was seen taking off his sweatshirt, jumping into a display, and putting an RKO on a fake alligator that's in the display. <laughs> this guy um, might be a legend in his high school for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, th- no, this dude's just a douchebag that's like, hey, I'm viral now, so now I'm going to be the RKO guy that does it on... Uh, legend and douchebagger. Very it's a very close. thin line. Yeah. It's a very thin line yeah. between the two. Uh, well, he was arrested once again for this. Uh, the alligator was damaged in the stunt. They valued this alligator at $3,690. <laughs> of course, in Florida, the alligator would be right. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> the ridiculous um, alligator that's just in a mall oh, display man. is $4,000. Um, so, yeah, kid got arrested again and is going to have to pay to fix the alligator that he RKO'd. Re- real quick, everybody's got one. High school official that you're RKO'ing, go. Mm. Oh, that's a Wow, tough it's taking one. you way too long. No, well, because I was a little bit of a nerd and a little bit of a teacher's pet. Um, of course you so, were. That doesn't surprise uh, <laughs> anybody. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let me think on a second. You go. Who's yours? Sophomore English teacher, Miss Libke. Anybody <laughs> who went to Bowser... Miss Libke, they they already know. They're like, yep, RKO for show. Freshman honors biology class, Miss Policy. Uh, We called her Master Splinter because she looked like a rat. Um, (laughs) Miss Libke looked like a rat, too. (laughs) She had given me a C at midterms, uh, and I was like, I'm going to get an A in this class. And she was like, we'll see about that. And I was like, ooh, you bitch. And then I got a B, and I was even more mad because I'm pretty (laughs) sure she screwed me over. Uh, I've had a few teachers that I'm positive that they didn't give me the grade I I earned, but Miss Libke just made life miserable for everybody. So Miss Libke would get an RKO for <laughs> forever. <laughs> All right, moving on, man. Uh, we got a couple of Twitter stories. In fact, our, our guest is uh, the the biggest Twitter winner of the week. But um, this guy in this next story. He's big man. He's real man. The, the biggest man. Uh, so everybody, if you don't know by now, uh, you should because the Warriors this week, they blew a 31-point lead against the Clippers, which is historical, yada, yada, yada. Everybody and it's knows. so it's so perfect that it's 31, 31. points I, after I, I, getting all the shit about blowing a 3-1. to one Right. Seriously. I said that. I, I forget who tweeted it out, but I immediately said, Illuminati confirmed. 31-point <laughs> lead, three, ga- three games to one lead. There's no doubt. Uh, well, in that game, DeMarcus Cousins also went down. Down, ended up with the torn quad. He's done for a while. Everybody had jokes, of course, on Twitter about the injury and the loss. 
Well, there was one for Warriors fan who was having none of it. Uh, user at the slander god, and, and this is funny because both of them have God in their Twitter handle, <laughs> so I don't know what the deal is that. Uh, at the slander god is the Warriors fan, and at points god is presumably a uh, a fan of the the Rockets because he lives in Houston. Well, they were going back and forth saying things on Twitter, gotten an argument. Uh, I guess points god got. I tried to find these tweets, but whatever one triggered, I think got to deleted because it says no longer available either way at the slander god got really mad about something that was said about the demarcus cousin injury at the slander god posted a photo then of the flight that he purchased to fly from oakland to houston where he was going to fight at point (laughs) and the dude actually spent just under five hundred dollars on this flight based off the screen grab he took it was confirmed. He even purchased the $34 flight insurance. So mad on well, Twitter defending the honor of one DeMarcus so Cousins. That's why he purchased the, the uh, flight insurance because he can cancel his trip and it only cost him $34 now instead of the 600 or whatever. That I he, know, that but it added, a to- it added more to the total. <laughs> he still spent $34. You don't, you don't have to actually buy the ticket. Yeah, <laughs> he could have done all the way. And he, he, he pulled the trigger. <laughs> and the flight is six hours. He was willing to take a six-hour flight to defend this honor. Can you imagine honor. being so mad that no. you, you get to the no. airport? Like, think about this. You have to get to the airport like an hour and a half early. You have to wait, <laughs> go wait in TSA. line of security. Yeah. You got to show your ID to the TSA agent. Get through. Oh, what are you, uh, what are you going to Houston for? Uh, nothing. Definitely not. I will say it, dude. though, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have to check a bag. I'm guessing he's just going just <laughs> as no, is. He he does have to check a bag because you can't bring that much whoop ass with you in your carry on. Oh snap! <laughs> that whoop ass has got to be checked. <laughs> Sorry, sir. This is entirely too much whoop ass. Uh, you're gonna have to check this bag. You're <laughs> oh man, 2019, y'all, wild. Uh, Tabari says that man's wild. the MVP of Twitter trolls, 100. I need to go back to this real quick. Uh, real quick, Scott chimed in on the Facebook live chat here. He said his principal looks so much like a rat that their senior prank was building a wood mouse trap and putting it in his parking space. Well, that, that that's is, a whole new level. That is amazing. Tip of the cap to you, oh, sir. Oh man, <laughs> that that's extra. I like that. That takes rat looking to a whole new level. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's keep this moving. Uh, this next story is about a dude that. Um, well, this guy's got some issues. Uh, this was a story shared by Glenn into the the group. Uh, another upper deck worthy post. There's a man that is suing his parents because they destroyed his porn collection. Uh, <laughs> that's. I feel like I could probably just stop right there, and that would be enough for the story. That is definitely one of those headlines only. Yep. Just uh, this is a thing that happened. Moving on. But if you want the details, we can give you the details here. So it's a guy from Michigan. He is recently divorced. I wonder why. Uh, and he moved back in with his parents. There was a domestic incident. He had to leave his parents' house. His parents ended up bringing him his stuff. And not included in the stuff was his collection of porn. And this got this dude very upset. He is estimating that the porn's value is $28,940.72. Not sure where you come up with that number. Somebody get this man. Somebody tell this man about the internet. Who's buying porn? There is so much 
garbage out there. It has $28,000 Yes, but he's suing for $86,822.16 in damages. Uh, he said that there is titles in the uh, the collection that the company has gone out of uh, business. There's no way to get these titles back. <laughs> these, it are, was, these are exclusives. It's collector's <laughs> items, bro. He's got collector's item porn. I bought the one with the gone. DVD commentary. I can't get that back. <laughs> This director died. I can never get this back. Mom and dad, you are the worst. <laughs> and I will see you in court. <laughs> apparently his dad said, uh, yes, I, I totally did throw this away uh, because you have a problem. I guess he was kicked out of high school <laughs> and college for selling bootleg porn to people. Oh like the dude just has a problem. And the dad was like, I would have done the same thing if I found crack. I, I would have gotten rid of it to try to help you out. You have a problem. <sighs> $86,000. He tried to bring criminal charges against his parents <laughs> and the like. The DA was just like, no, I'm not going to... This isn't a criminal suit. So he said, fine, I'm suing for $86,000. Oh, that's good stuff, man. That is good stuff. Fantastic. He also makes he also makes RKO Man look <laughs> look right. like a real winner. <laughs> he, he's not the he's the bigger loser of the week having that much <laughs> porn that he's trying to sue his parents for. Alrighty, so for this last story of Upper Deck, we are going to get our uh, guest on the line here in just a moment. I need the number. I can't get anybody on the line. That's going to help. Uh, yeah. Oops. Sorry. Uh, hey, man, put that in the document so that I can call her. Uh, I, and I put it, I, and instead I put everything but in there. Didn't just let I? me see your phone. Yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, this is so bootleg. <laughs> we are such a shit show. But anyway, so when we get ready for the show and we're we're preparing, we you know, scour the internet for these stories and we come across all different kinds of things and a lot of times the doc is ever evolving when you look at a rundown. Uh, but this is one of those stories that when we found it, uh, it very much fits in with the theme of our show and we've had a couple of other stories where uh, athletes have been mm, uh, caught up with uh, females on Tinder and uh, other video uh, methods, <laughs> and they've been embarrassed. If you remember, Zion Williamson got caught up. We we talked about the guy from that played for Old Miss who was trying to uh, hook up with the Florida uh, student, and she printed out uh, all of their conversations on Tinder. Well, our guest uh, has a story of her own involving Tinder, and she reached out to a professional baseball player, and they matched on Tinder. And, well, we're going to let her tell the story here in just a second as soon as we make sure that she's connected. Yep, we're good. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's going to be Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Minuteman Tickets. Uh, so, Scott, I will let you introduce our guest for tonight. Well, and on the drunk line now with us is Brandy Johnson, a.k.a. Brandy Lannister, at brand underscore John 99. Brandy, how are you doing tonight? Hey, how are you guys? We're great. Thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, gave a little background uh, about your story, but I'm going to let you uh, tell everybody uh, exactly what happened, because I'm sure uh, you can tell it better than we could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I had a little better ending, maybe. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, it. Uh, yeah, I just saw him on Tinder, uh, swiped right, and I was hoping he would swipe right because you know, I am just kind of a jerk sometimes, and I knew who he was, and I knew he was struggling a bit, so I kind of wanted to see if it's right, because right, I had that line in mind, 
but okay, and we, I didn't want to be the first one to think, <laughs> say anything. Well, and we should back up because I didn't say who it was, but this is Luis Avalon who used to be a relief pitcher for the Braves, which is why this story caught my eye. He is now a relief pitcher for the Mets. And as of the, uh, the time when uh, Brandy uh, connected with him on Tinder, Dude was rocking a 10-run ERA. Killing it. He started the Killing season it, off rough. <laughs> so, uh, Brandy, you took a screenshot of his uh, stat page, and you sent that to him to uh, open up the conversation. Uh, I didn't send him the picture of that. I just sent him, you know, he was like, you you have a beautiful smile. And I just said, your ERA is atrocious. <laughs> 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 I said, I back up. I said thank you first. I did say thank you. My mom raised me polite. <laughs> so you did thank him for the but. smile. That's that's very nice. It's a, a savage. And um, you know, the the funniest part to me about this story wasn't that uh, you know you matched with them and you, you did that. I think the funniest part is that it got picked up by so many different outlets. Has, has anybody reached out to you from any of these websites that I've seen the story on? Well, besides us. Um, <laughs> one other, I think it was from a kind of like a podcast or a, you know, talk radio show um, from Tampa reached out and they asked me to kind of come on and talk too, but they had said it. And then I asked them, Hey, are you serious? And they didn't get back, but you know, it was kind of like my Tinder. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually the funny thing is, um, I, I did save the screenshots, but I did not post them. Uh, he responded, and he had a great response. He was like, I need all the help I can get. Like, he handled it like a champ. <laughs> he was really funny. Um, so it was, you know, he, he had a great sense of humor about it. The funniest thing to me was uh, the only people that really don't like me for it were Mets fans. Of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Mets fans. I mean, Mets fans are miserable anyway, so you're really not, like, yeah. rattling their cage in any case is, is yeah. not a good plan. They so, have enough problems. <laughs> Brandy, you said you knew who he was and you were hoping he would match. Is this the first time you've ever tried to troll a, a professional athlete on Tinder? On Tinder, yeah. <laughs> um, so I actually like I am I have no flirting skills. I am a troll. I actually bought I have penalty flags, yellow penalty flags like in football that I take to bars and throw at guys and just tell them like 10 yards for encroachment if they come too close to me. <laughs> you know. So I'm just a troll. I'm just here to have a good time because if someone laughs at that, that's who I want to, that's who I'm attracted to. Like the person that can handle that sense of humor. So I did like, I knew I wanted to say this if he um, swiped right. And there was actually another Mets player that I swiped right on. He didn't swipe back on me. But he had a pretty bad batting average. So if he swiped right, I was going to say, your batting average is atrocious. <laughs> okay, real quick, though. To be fair, the, there's a lot of Mets with bad batting averages. you got to kind of yeah. narrow it down. Is that an infielder, an outfielder? Yeah, I mean, come on. What are we working here with? You can just tell us who it was. You can just tell us. I, I think his name was Dominic. Um, I looked it up on the roster because he, of course, like, he had a picture in his Mets jersey. Which I think is kind of corny, but that's <laughs> no, that's absolutely um, corny. <laughs> but, but aside from Tinder, uh, one time I grew up. Uh, I'm from Philly. I lived in the Lehigh Valley. I grew up there, so we had the Phillies minor league baseball team, the Iron Pigs. Yeah, yeah, and their their bullpen is by their lawn seats, and I used to always 
you know, when I was like first, you know, 18 and up because I had bowls then, uh, I would go and get lawn seats and just politely harass the away team pitchers. Um, and one time, one of them gave me a ball, an away team pitcher. It was for the uh, Norfolk Tide. And I threw the ball back and said, <laughs> I'm not taking it unless you put your phone number on it. And he went and got a pen and he put his phone number on it. <laughs> so it was kind of like, you know, when the opposing team hits a home run, it was that. Like, I tossed the ball back and it worked in my favor. So shoot or shoot, um, trollers troll. And sometimes it works out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brady, you're, the Facebook Live comments that are coming in right now, uh, they're calling you a legend for doing that. Like, <laughs> people admire the hell out of you for doing this. Uh, one, uh, well, I'm not going to put this guy on blast, but you said jokes on you encroachment is only a five-yard penalty, so you need to research a little bit more. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's, see, that guy, I would date him and be like, okay. No, I can, <laughs> Brandy, I can safely say that you would not date this guy I know him personally. There's absolutely no way you would date him. He's, he's that guy. Uh, there are... Well, there are a lot of guys yeah, that are asking uh, is, if you're single, which is a, a really dumb question, if you ask me, because you're on Tinder uh, trying to pick people up. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, I'm terrible, but I'm not cheat on your boyfriend. Terrible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this, though, because I'm sure after this story started picking up traction and obviously your Twitter handle's out there and you know all these sites are running your Twitter handle, how many creepy dudes have been sliding into your DMs because of this? Um, believe it or not, before this, Creepy guys were sliding into my DMs. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the humblest of the brags yeah, from right. the Philadelphia oh, fan. I mean, <laughs> there, are, there are creepy guys. Uh, no, there is, no, I joked around earlier with someone that was like, I now know the ERA of uh, about 50% of the male population on Twitter. Because <laughs> definitely, definitely people have been sliding in. Like, well, my ERA was this in Little League in college. So What a corny uh, line. No, it's mostly been really good. Like I just, I'm, you know, a comedian. Like I'm trying to just make people laugh because it's so silly. And like, like I said, Mets fans were the only ones that really got hurt. Um, like, I don't know if you can't respond positively to something like that. Like it's a joke, and he took it like a joke. So why can't you take it like a joke? You know what I mean? Yeah, the fact that, so. and well, and I think that's the problem is. Uh, that part of the story never really got out there. It was just that this happened and you, you hit him hard with this line <laughs> and then the response never made it. So people are just like, man, that's a terrible thing to say to this guy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kind of get where they're coming from with that. Uh, I think if the story had come out in full, they may have been a, a little bit cooler about it, uh, but probably not because they're Mets fans. Yeah. I don't really care though. I like, <laughs> like I said, like I, I would, Someone, like, had said, you know, like, athletes have feelings, too. And I thought that was kind of funny because um, I work in the sports industry. So the whole, like, starstruck factor is over my head. Like, I've almost become numb to it. Um, so I treat athletes like people because, you know, they are just people. And um, I will say, like, I would roast a random guy. Like, if a guy has something stupid in his bio on Tinder, I'm going to roast him or, like, uh, you know, someone posted a picture with like Zach Ertz um, from the Eagles, and I was like, "So you're telling me you're not Zach Ertz?" Like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, so yeah, I, I'm treating you like a actual person, and like, of course, like, um, like I said, I've worked in the sports industry for years. Um, I just happen to know where to go sometimes, and like, I think my success with the coming friends with people, or 
even more um, athletes-wise over the years have been because I treat them like people um, and they like that. Like, I don't care. Obviously, like, so many people were like, you fumbled the bag. And I'm like, I wasn't – if you send that out, you know it might end badly. So there was no bag to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're really trying to get with Luisa Avalada, don't think you would have approached the ERA right. route. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I said. I was like, if I was really trying to, like, you know, be up that – like back alley Sally, I would, I would be a little nicer, but that's not me. So, all right, you're all about um, Philadelphia being from there and whatnot. Uh, who is your all-time favorite Philly? My all-time um Chase Utley. Uh, ah, solid Chase answer. Utley. It's just you know, obviously, like he's the man. Uh, he, you know, well done. He, Helped build, you know, great team, um, great butt. <laughs> great team player, great butt. He was on the 08, and, like, when he, uh, you know, said world effing champs, like, I was like, that's my dude, that's the attitude of Philly, and it was great. And so it was, like, the first, they brought the first, uh, in 08, the Phillies brought the first championship I had seen in my life. Um, so that was really cool to me, uh, and being a big fan, and she thought these men. So uh, currently it's, uh, Bryce Harper. Um, with all this stuff going on too, though, I'm like, oh man, I wish I was a little older when Pat Burrell was in town. <laughs> that would have gone. I would have been successful. You mean Braves? Braves legend Pat Burrell. Brady, if you were in Georgia last weekend, would you have swiped right on Tiger Woods? Yeah, I would have. Um, I don't care that he's a, a little messy. We're all real messy. <laughs> That's probably the nicest Tiger's been framed up by uh, by a female. A, a little messy. In a long, long time. I think, yeah, I think, well, I don't know. I think um, the whole thing, too, is kind of funny because anyone that knows me, this might catch a little heat. But I think um, women that go after professional athletes, like, you have to know what their lifestyle is. Um, not even just, like, with the traveling and, you know, not seeing them, but... Some of them are on Tinder. Some of them aren't on Tinder, but aren't acting as gentlemanly as they should. So anyone that thinks like I was trying to chase star chase, cleat chase, like that wasn't it. Um, and like I said, I clearly wasn't because I wouldn't have said anything that would have risked forming a bond with him. <laughs> <laughs> really seriously trying to, but um, even like, I just like can be mean. Even um, I will not name names, but like there was a Philly who basically I had followed on Twitter. They followed me back and I was drunk at a Phillies game and I tweeted them. I'm like, message them. I'm like, why aren't you in the game? <laughs> then, you know, <laughs> next thing I know, like we went out for drinks and we had a, like I had a friendship and that was really cool. And um, it doesn't, you know, it's, I would say it to any random scrub. So I'm going to say it to a professional athlete. That's not, the clout isn't distracting to me. <laughs> Well, moving on from sports, obviously you're a big Game of Thrones fan based on the Twitter handle. Uh, and Mike, I am. Yeah, Mike just got caught up with Game of Thrones before the uh, season eight yep. premiere. So I, I had to get him all uh, on board with that. So he's he's well-versed in Game of Thrones, although he's he's like most of us the first time you kind of watch it. Some of the names are a little foggy. but No clue. I'm like, <laughs> it's that yeah. guy. is the dude. But but uh, he, he's well-aware. Uh, so we got to ask. Who do you have sitting at the throne when this is all said and done? 
Uh, pretty, pretty basic. I do have Jon Snow. Um, mm. He's in my walk. Uh, I just think anyone who watches the show um, knows. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, anyone that watches the show knows he's overcome quite a bit. <laughs> and I don't think that he would have uh, gone as far as he did if it wasn't going to be to achieve stuff. So um, I think there's a lot of characters that have um, surprisingly safe, and there's a lot of characters that I have a billion theories of how they die. And I've, I'm a big, I have a raging throner. Like, <laughs> I, I'm <into> the- <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest line um, ever. We are totally <laughs> clipping that line and using that anytime we talk about Game of Thrones. I, I, that's Great. actually, I think that just became the name of this episode. Yes, raging, raging throner. throner. <laughs> yes, good, good. Um, yeah, like I have, um, I have like Game of Thrones tattoos. I read the books a million times. I go to the go to the exhibits. I go to the Phillies Game of Thrones nights to get the cool bobbleheads. Like I'm super, <laughs> super nerdy into it. So. uh and yeah, it just, I think it's a great show, um, obviously, but I think it's just, uh, it's time to come to an end. So I hope they don't disappoint, but I don't think they will. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think Jon Snow is a lot of people's answer. And I know he's the Vegas betting odds. So he know. did. Yeah, he did. He's getting killed. <laughs> Somebody's chopping I, that dude's head off. I don't yeah, know who, there's but there's going to be a lot of death. Um, and my, well, like I said, my Twitter handles, um, Brandy or my Twitter name is Brandy Lannister. So Cersei's my girl, and I've been preparing for her death since the beginning of the show. So oh I'm yeah, ready. she did. She's definitely dead. Ja- However, Jamie. Oh, Jamie is dead. taking her life. I'm calling that right now. <laughs> Jamie is going to be the one. She's that dead, answers. dead. Yeah, she's dead. Like my chances with Lewis. <laughs> fair, fair. Brandy, Brandy, we ask every uh, week on the show. We ask a "Would you rather" question. This week, it's uh, NFL schedule related. Um, so Ooh, it, yeah, so with the schedules coming out, I'm assuming you're an Eagles fan. No, she hates the Eagles. Yeah, I have an e- I have an Eagles tattoo too. <laughs> I like getting tattoos of things I like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so would you rather every Eagles home game is a London game? Or every Eagles home game is a Thursday night game. So you got all the short weeks coming from off the road and then you're playing Thursday night. Or every home game is London. Um, every home game is a Thursday night. Uh, I live right, I live, live two miles from the stadium. Um, all, our tailgate, tailgate group is so fierce. Um, it's called Fourth and John. They do a podcast about the Eagles. Uh, shameless plug there. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, so Force and John is who I party with. Um, I'm known to drink a bottle of Jameson at every tailgate, single-handedly. So <laughs> I enjoy the party, and uh, it's it's great. And like the vibe at the link is so great. And you know, it's it's like football in Philly is crazy, especially since they won even before they won. The passion. That's why I'm huge in Philly sports. Uh, the passion is just unlike any other. Although we do have plans to invade Bill's Mafia for the away game against Buffalo. That would be, and if I, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, Phillies fans and yeah. Bill's fans together is dangerous. Well, I had said on Twitter, I said, if I take my ass to Buffalo and I don't get 3 deeds through a table by Bill's Mafia, <laughs> the trip is not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, that's some Lannister and Stark <laughs> yeah, type stuff. I, I might tune in for that. I, I I'm going to be locked into your Twitter feed that weekend yeah, just to please, see all the going. Please on. post just, all the videos. You need to live tweet everything that happens. Oh yes, because we will not. If I'm getting put through a table, I will not need to remember it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, before we let you go, there's also one thing that we like to do uh, with all of our guests. We have these quick hitter questions. It's just a series of questions. First thing that comes to your mind, answer, and we just keep running through them until we get to the end. You ready? Um, yeah, is profanity allowed? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I swore, yeah, 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 I yeah, swore yeah, within sure. the first 30 seconds of the show, so you're good. Yeah, this, this gets <laughs> okay. explicit pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, first question. Plain cake donuts, yay or nay? What was that? Plain plain cake donuts, yes or no? Uh, I don't do sweets, so I don't even know why I asked for investigation. No. Wow. Fair enough. So that's a no. So that's a no. <laughs> uh, Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Jordan. 100% Jordan. Absolutely. Uh, we used to ask us Tiger Woods back, but we the already know the yes. answer to that. <laughs> we Moving already on. know, baby. <laughs> um, do you button your shirt top down or bottom up? Uh, depending who I'm seeing. <laughs> That's the best answer okay. to that question. Uh, that, is, that is the best answer, but let's assume you're going to work and it's just a Monday morning. Top down or oh. bottom up? Uh, bottom up if I'm going to work. There you go. <laughs> Solid answer. Uh, similar question. Do you zip your pants and then button or do you button and then zip again? Monday morning, <laughs> going to work. Uh, yeah, I, guess I, I zip and then button. You are knocking these out of the park. <laughs> All right. Our IPAs just like pumped. I- What's that? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was going to say like I would if Lewis pitched to me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to keep going. Um, are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Yeah, but I love them, and I love pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> You're basic. Yeah. <laughs> basic. Um, and we're getting into the very important ones. Now, brace yourself. Is Die okay. Hard a Christmas movie? Um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah, Die Hard is absolutely Brandy, you were batting a 1,000, and now you have just... Take your it. first strikeout. Tanked it. Mm. Oh, Awful. Really? Mo- moving on to the next one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Thank you, Brandy. Hot dog, you. Hot dog partly food. Hot dog is a hard food. <laughs> it's fine as long as you don't think it's a sandwich. You moving on? Congratulations. Um, when it comes to chicken wings, if you had the choice, all drums or all flats? All flats. Fair enough. Pineapple Hawaiian pizza, yes or no? No, no. <laughs> that was that a quick no. Didn't even go at the quick up. That was a quick no. And, and final, is, I will die on that hill. No pineapple on pizza. Oh, uh, fair enough. And w- final question: Coke or Pepsi? If there's rum in it, Coke. <laughs> <laughs> so otherwise, Pepsi. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> solid answers. Brandy, thank you for answering our quick hitters. Brandy, and- uh, before we let you go, we did have a, a couple comments on our Facebook live feed here. Uh, Dan wants to uh, take you out on a, a very nice date. Uh, he's a nice guy. I can vouch for him. Uh, he said he would take you up uh, to the Ben Salem Applebee's, uh, Parks Casino, and then a nightcap at Cheerleaders. So there's an <laughs> offer on the table for you right there. 
Uh, tell them I prefer Oasis, actually. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> That's a strip club, if you didn't know. Yeah, no, yep, yeah, I've, I've picked up on it. <laughs> you guys are fast, so I got you. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for joining us, Brandy. This was a lot of fun. Brandy, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to hype you up too much because you, you don't seem like you need it anyway. But you've been yes. one of our best guests ever. It's I, a, da- it's a damn say. good interview. <laughs> this was fantastic. Thank you, is, thank you for ha- for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, all I can say is trust the process and uh, shoot your shot. <laughs> well, that's a good place as any <laughs> yeah, to end. So thank you, Brandy. Brandy. We appreciate it. Cheers. All right. Thanks See a lot, guys. Him. All right. Have a great night, guys. Bye. You too. <laughs> oh, that was Brandy Johnson, <laughs> a.k.a. Brandy Lannister on Twitter. Uh, she's awesome. That was hilarious Uh, i told you in my conversations with her prior to uh her coming on the show it's just like she was she she was very much like that i mean just very self-deprecating and super quick man Uh, yeah i mean super quick (laughs) very 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 good interview uh here's what we're gonna do for the first time in a long time we're gonna go ahead and open the drunk line 44037 drunk uh feel free to call in if you got thoughts on anything happening this week while we get into that, let's uh, let's go right into motherfucker of the week because uh, we still have we got a lot of show to get to, and, and... we've got forty minutes because Brandy yeah. was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we got to run that, through this. that interview. Took a lot longer than I thought it was going to because I was like, all right, cool. She'll tell the story. We'll yeah. ask a couple questions, and then it'd be like five ten. Minutes. Then she was more awesome. And then she was cool, thought. and it was yeah. like, yeah, we're gonna let this roll. <laughs> uh, so uh, you can call in four four zero thirty seven drunk. I will give my motherfucker of the week first. Motherfucker of the week, as always, brought to you by my bookie. My choice for Motherfucker of the Week this week is James Aducci. And if you don't know who that is, don't feel bad. James Aducci is the guy who won $1.2 million by betting on Tiger Woods this weekend. He bet $85,000 to win that $1.2 million. And I will admit that I am jealous that he won the $1.2 million. I will also admit that I'm jealous he had $85,000 laying around. That to, was my problem that with bet. the whole thing was him having that much. Money. Yeah. Like you've got 85,000. It's not like, okay, yeah, I'm good for it. I'm going to put this bet down. It, I'm betting 85,000. I'm good for it. <laughs> and and then you win and it's like, cool. I get all this money. No, you actually have to give the sports book 85 grand and they hold it. And then you get to come back and get your money back. That's not even why he's motherfucker of the week for me. This dude is motherfucker of the week because he said in an interview this was the first time he has ever bet on sports in his life. <laughs> the first time you bet That's... on sports, you put down an $85,000 bet and win over a million. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. You are such an asshole, and I hate you so much for that because I have put down so much so money on much bets. So much money on sports. I am the, uh, like, this just, his story reminds me how absolutely unlucky I am uh, anytime. <laughs> Dan wants to know if it can be the high line. Absolutely, bro. Uh, and Frankie, of course, gives him the emoji fist bump because Frankie has called in on the high line. Uh, yes, the, the high line is <laughs> completely acceptable, uh, Big Mark. Uh, go ahead, Scott. Who is your motherfucker of the week? Uh, my motherfucker of the week. Oh, look at that. The uh, call is coming in already. I got to get to the screw. I think we lost that call. Whoever okay, that was, well, call back uh, in. Real, real quickly, I'm going to go ahead and get to my motherfucker of the week. Mm-hmm. Or not. No, you're not. No, uh, Craft Sports is this. Uh, it's your favorite West Coast SoCal boy, 
Yeah. Robert Taylor. Hey. <laughs> I was Robert like, Taylor. which one? I, I got like, so got many. A couple. Yeah. Uh, Robert Taylor, uh, no, unable, to, <laughs> unable to comment on the Facebook live feed this week because he's on. He's a- been burned. <laughs> uh, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right, guys. I just, uh, I haven't been, like you said, I haven't been able to comment on the show. So I just wanted to call in and say I've enjoyed the show and, uh, you know, keep up the good work, man. This is one of your best shows I've seen in a long time. Hey, thanks, man. Thank appreciate you, buddy. That. Appreciate uh, that. Robert Taylor, I know you're, you're wifed up. You got a, a kid on the way. Would you have slid into uh, Brandy's DMs if single? Um, she's <laughs> actually sitting here watching the show with me, listening. So I'm so... going to plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally looking at the laptop screen right now as I'm sitting here talking. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep, I understand. I read you loud and clear. Go ahead and shoot that to me as an Instagram message, and I will not read it on the air, but I'll let Scott know your your true answer. I think we already know what that is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Robert, anything new going on in, in uh, the MMA world this weekend? Oh, uh, man. I know. Um Nothing off the top of my head. I've been busy with work, so I haven't really checked out the news. But, uh, you know, just nothing big. Connor's just being Connor and going crazy. Seems like he's coming off the cocaine or something. Or but, back on the cocaine. Or back, back on, on it. Either way, he mm. some, somehow he likes to party. There's some but, type of cocaine involved in whatever Connor McGregor is doing. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's, there's something going on with that dude. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, no, I, didn't, I just wanted to keep this short, man. I just wanted to say what's up, you guys. Great show. All right. Sucks I couldn't comment on it. And uh, <laughs> hot dogs are sandwiches. Scott's always wrong. And <laughs> Mahomes is going to be the MVP for the second year in a row. Go <laughs> Cheers, Robert. That dude is so lucky that he likes Avengers as much as he does. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd hate him. Okay, my motherfucker of the week, though, real quick before anybody else calls in. Uh, this week, a Marquette lacrosse player, shout out Joe, uh, was arrested for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest after police busted in on him for having sex with a girl in the volleyball locker room at 3 a.m. Word! But the motherfucker (laughs) part of this story is that it was the janitor who called the cops to report the incident. Of course he did. On the 911 call to police, he, he can be heard saying, quote, I want to report that there's a couple of kids in there having sex in the girls' volleyball locker room. <laughs> uh, if you send somebody over here, they'll catch them right away. <laughs> End quote. This dude is the biggest cock block of all time and straight Scooby-Doo villain. And lousy kids, I would have gotten away with it too, but they were in there banging. Call the cops. So, yeah, the janitor at Marquette at 3 a.m. is my motherfucker of the week. Like, especially man, man, let that, the kids fuck. Yeah. Like, I, and MLB is let the kids play. I'm, that's a, college kids, let the kids fuck. Come on, man. Quit hating. I mean, he's hitting it in the volleyball locker room. Let the man go. Yeah. Like, and this dude is just sitting there sweeping. They even tell, like, people that you're not supposed to, like, kick a dog off if he starts humping your leg. You're supposed to let him finish. <laughs> like, <laughs> the same could be said about lacrosse players. Like, let him finish and then and then go on with, the, with your life. Seriously, let the kids fuck. Uh, good choices for... Motherfucker of the Week brought to you, as always, by my bookie. Use the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS. That's 1-2-O-Z sports to get a 100% deposit up to $1,000. Uh, you get that bonus 
Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on 12 Ounce and put that knowledge to practice on my bookie. Make sure to use the promo code 12 Ounce Sports 12OZ Sports. Get that bonus. You can find their banners and links on every single page on the station's site at www.12OZSportsRadio.com. Tabari says that the gen- the market janitor might be the moat, which I'm certain <laughs> is motherfucker of all time. And that is correct. That- I I couldn't believe that story. That's a ter- that's terrible, man. Um, all right, dude, we have so much to get to in the in this next half hour. Um, where do you want? It? Let's do Tiger. Tiger, like, yeah, we got to do. Let's Tiger. talk Tiger. Tiger's back. Tiger wins the Masters, and uh, it's been done to death. Tiger, it's a great comeback story. It's one right. of the best we've ever seen. It was amazing TV to watch. It sucked that the rain forced it to go earlier in the day, and that by like two o'clock. It was done and over with. Um, seeing him hug his kid afterwards, I teared up uh, uh, quite a bit with that. But I, I saw somebody on my timeline post a hot take regarding Tiger. And this mm-hmm. was a dude I played golf with in high school. Um, so I, you know, I, I respect him. He was my teammate. But he came in with this, and it was, it was something that I feel like we need to discuss. So he says, quote, let me preface this by saying I'm pumped just like everyone else that Tiger won, and I will watch every time he's in the hunt. Hell, I even watch when he isn't. That being said, I'm still not a fan of the Tiger off the course and all the choices he made to put himself in a situation to have to, quote, come back. Shouldn't just be forgotten. It just continues to prove the point that no matter what anyone says, success will always trump any mistakes made in the past. If this happens to anyone else other than Tiger, they'd have been off the tour years ago, end quote. I will agree. Anybody else goes through what Tiger went through, they're probably not on the tour. Uh, you know, if yeah. this, I shouldn't say anybody else, Rory McIlroy, he's probably getting a pass. Dustin Johnson. I mean, Dustin Johnson was doing drugs and, and they let him back <laughs> on. They're like, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. We'll just say you fell down the steps. That's top, cool. Top five or okay. Yeah. You're, you're there. There are plenty of guys that are going to get away with, uh, with things. But my issue with this is what has Tiger done? Am I forgetting something? Have I blacked out and forgotten something that Tiger Woods has done? Like, okay. He had infidelity issues whatever which he's a professional athlete if you're gonna disqualify any athlete for infidelity then you're not issues, gonna have you're not gonna be a fan of any there's athlete. yeah you're not gonna be able to cheer yeah. for anybody he had the issue uh with his dui where he passed out in the car after taking too much prescriptions uh okay so he had a, a problem with uh with drugs he got help um and I guess maybe that's where the the issue is. Well, and obviously is, he's had the back issues. That's really what has kept him out of right, so that many was of these it. tournaments for that is because of the surgery. And, and that's why nobody thought he would be back. That's why right. I didn't think he'd be back because I figured there's no way he was going to be able to string together four days in a, a major tournament like he did this past weekend. Right. Uh, with the back as effed up as it was. Uh, but I don't I don't think anything Tiger did, even if it is the DUI that you're upset about. How many other athletes have had issues? And are you going to disqualify anybody who's had a DUI? Like, write them off? Because that's kind of a dick move. Like, shit happens. You can have two beers at dinner and get a DUI. And all of a sudden, you're a bad person now because of that? Like, I don't... I don't know what Tiger Woods has done that considers him to be like this horrible well, person. And that's my problem with this whole comeback story is that everybody mm-hmm. is acting as if he was coming back from... I, look at this isn't the Michael Vick redemption story. He didn't go right. to prison. He right. wasn't killing dogs. He wasn't selling drugs. I mean, he just he didn't life rape somebody. Yeah, he, I mean, like, life got in the way, and you know things happened. I mean, he you know so he was cheating on his wife. It happens. That's between him and her. Like right. that's not for yeah, me to I was judge. Say, I'm that's not, not the... for anybody to say anything with. And then you know the back injuries. 
that's that's life getting in the way. I mean, he, you know, is a guy that's muscular and the years took a toll on him and old age catches up with all of us. He had back issues. I don't that's know. More, that's more of the comeback story in my mind. Right. Is you came back from Injuries. an injury that takes out any other golfer. Right. You had three surgeries and a fusion, and you came back to win the Masters. That's the comeback story. It's not all the Absolutely. other off-the-course stuff, whatever. And even the off-the-course stuff isn't that bad. So it shouldn't be, yeah. it shouldn't be something where I it's think- like Tiger's a terrible person and his winning is what trumps uh, everything else. It's really not. Tabari says that Tiger's comeback isn't complete until he finds a black friend to fix that hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a valid point. That's uh, true. <laughs> uh, well, and I mean, I just think that people are trying to make it more hyped up than it was. I, I, I get it. It was a very long time, and he fell very far from you know the number one ranking that he held onto for so long. But it wasn't anything really egregious. It just it was life, and so. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, as as great of a story as it was, I did I, I did kind of have to raise my eyebrow at all the people that were saying this was the greatest comeback story of all time because, well, I mean, you know, coming back from injury isn't necessarily all that great. It's just it's impressive the the, the time that he he won the last major to this. That's yeah. that's the most yeah. impressive part. And so. uh, in the time in between Masters jackets is pretty crazy. Uh, Shitty says he's not mad at the DUI. Everyone gets those. Don't get married if you're a sex addict. I mean, that's fair. But again, it's not my place to judge what who he chooses to bang. Like that's between him and his wife. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna judge a dude because he's stepping out on his wife, um, unless he's doing it in a way that is non-consensual. Like he. This is all between multiple consenting adults <laughs> and I almost said between two consenting adults. I was like, nah, he was banging everybody. Uh, so <laughs> it's between a lot of consenting adults. Uh, so, you know, that's it's, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying right. he's a good nobody cele- Nobody's it, celebrating but it, but it just isn't anything. It's not, it's, it doesn't put him in like Pete Rose or Kobe territory for me. Right. It's like, that's a dick move, man. I would never do that. Whatever. You got to do you fine. That's, uh, that isn't a thing that's like, Ah, uh, he shouldn't even be able to come back. It didn't that. end him in my eyes. Period. Agreed. So, you know, um, but I'm glad. You know what? Whatever, whatever it takes. If but I want people to enjoy the story, and however, right. however they're taking it, it's a great story, and I won't take that away from anybody. Whatever their reasons, I guess, are for, you know, wanting wanting to feel good about it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying. For me, it just has to do with the fact that. When when you are that great and it takes you, there's this giant gap in between your greatness. I just love that he came back from that injury and right. was able to get back to those. The players. other cool thing was this wasn't like typical Tiger at Augusta. It wasn't him dominating from the start right. and winning by 20 strokes. He actually came back to win. He put pressure on Molinari. Molinari buckled, uh, hit one into the water, double bogeyed, and that was it. Like It, it was... It was a side of Tiger that we haven't seen in a long time, and I, I just wanted on record. I'm very upset that Joe's not here tonight because he would love to hear this, and he'd be gloating. And there'd be rap air horns, and he'd be like, "I fucking told you, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was wrong." It I would be never, the most we heard from Joe. <laughs> I never thought Tiger Woods was going to win another major, and now I am convinced that he has an opportunity to break Jack's record. And I didn't think that he would, I, but I was, you know, I left the door open. But it was the the, the tiniest of the. Am time. I a prisoner of the moment for saying that? Like, I think he could break the record now. Now is that's it, also that, that's that's going the the opposite way. Because I remember how much we were I getting on those people for. Remember how much we get on those people for saying, "Oh, he was back when he 
you know, played a full weekend mm. and, and made it through. And it was like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. That was immediately the thought that I had when everybody started saying, oh, man, now I can challenge Jack. It was, whoa, man, can't we enjoy this? And do we have to go there already? Yeah. It was a long time between majors. And I'm not ready to just sit here and say, oh, yeah, now he's going to go rattle off four more because he got that first one under his belt. Would I like to see him do it? Yes. But it's still a very long shot that he does. And it would still be one of the most impressive things we've ever seen. Yeah. So, I mean... I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not going there yet. I, I. I do think that. I do think that he'll win again. Like this wasn't the end of Tiger Woods' Definitely major not story. End. But to say that he's going to win the four more that he needs to pass Jack, I don't even think it's four. Isn't it like two or three? I thought. It, I thought this was fifteen. So I thought he needs four to pass. This was fifteen. So oh, you're right. He yeah, needs four he to needs pass. Four you're to right, pass. You're right, so you're to right. get four more, that's yeah. that's asking. It is a lot to to put on somebody. And he's 43 now, so time think, is a factor. Oh, uh, that's the other thing too. Time do is you a think factor. do you think we live in a world right now where we can't appreciate the great athletes because we have to hate on them? Like if if you step back and look at oh, the God, time yeah. we're living in, we have Tom Brady who like it or not, this dude is going to go down in history as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. No matter what way you look at it, yeah. Yeah, he will absolutely be remembered that way. You have Tiger Woods who will go down as one of the greatest golfers to ever play the game. Mm -hmm. uh, you have guys like LeBron who, because of the, the Jordan LeBron thing, regardless of where you fall on the debate, he's in the conversation as one of the greatest to ever play the game. Right. But we are in a world where we have to hate the success. So it's like, yeah, fuck that guy. I don't even care. I, and, well, and, and you I can't think it was step back so and really long. appreciate what these guys are actually doing in their sports. Well, And in Tiger's case for so long, he was so beloved. And you could feel it almost as soon as something bad happened where it was, I, I hate to make the political connection, but it was kind of like when Obama was in office. When Obama was in office, everybody was, oh, yeah, everything's great. We have the first black president. And the moment he got out of office, where did all of these hardcore anti-Obama, <laughs> anti-black people come from? And it was the same way. As soon as something went wrong for Tiger, it seemed like I didn't know a single person that didn't like Tiger. And boom, overnight. Ooh. Everybody, See, you were you were running in the wrong circles. I, uh, you didn't know enough old white guys because there was plenty of people well, who did I know not like plenty Tiger of Woods. old white guys. I live in the USA, so <laughs> I know all, all the old white guys. But I just, I guess, it just wasn't in my world where there was anybody who who like who would step out on that limb and say, you know, I don't like Tiger Woods. I just, I don't know. I lived in this bubble yeah. where everybody loved him, and then the second it was. All of a sudden, all these people, yeah, I mean, you know, I never liked Tiger Woods. And they come out of the woodworker and thought it was weird, but, you know, there it was. And so, you know, now it's the, the pendulum has kind of swung the other way. Right. But, and everybody's back. But yeah, uh, it is. It, there's always going to be a reason for people to hate at the top. That's just how it it's is. It's so weird, though, because if you if you sit back and look, it's like, man, we are living in like a golden age of sports. People are going to look back and be like. There are dudes that are the best ever to play the, their respective games playing right now, and we're just like, fuck Tom Brady. You and your Uggs, get the fuck out of here. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk. Uh, since, since I brought up Tom Brady, let's talk about the NFL schedules being released. Um, so you've got – we have some show – we're going to have to get some show bets going because the Niners – uh, the NFC West plays the AFC North this year. So you have games against the Bengals mm -hmm. and against the Browns. Um, Niners are here the week two of the NFL season against the Bengals. Super excited about that. Uh, but 
I said I wouldn't go if they came in the winter. <laughs> as much as I love them, I don't love cold weather. So the the coolest part about all of this is uh, the the release videos that were put out. Yes, uh, <laughs> the internet was Twitter was a fire with the team internet videos or the team Twitter release schedule videos. Specifically, the Falcons who did a Game of Thrones themed one, <laughs> the Panthers who did a video game but like '90s video game themed one. Uh, the the Chargers who were just killing it all day yesterday on Twitter with their powder blues becoming official mm. and and their announcement videos and, and whether or not they should announce the schedule but they use stock footage for all of theirs so it's just a bunch of these random videos that corresponded to all their opponents really funny <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think there was there was four big ones and I can't remember the other one. Uh, something else that I was going to talk about that though, all of the, generally all these teams released hype videos too, for the season, like every team, if they didn't have something funny going on Twitter for their schedule release had a hype video just to, you know, pump up the fan base and, you know, sell season tickets and all that whatnot. Uh, it was noted that the Arizona Cardinals hype video did not feature. And I watched it, not a single piece of video of one Josh Rosen. (laughs) (laughs) And when your starting quarterback (laughs) does not make the hype video for your upcoming season, and you got the number one pick, Uh, I don't care what you're telling people in the public. Josh Rosen better not have a permanent address in Arizona. Josh Rosen. You're gone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those bags better be packed. Do you think we should do hype videos for other like schedule releases instead of these, uh, like instead of March madness revealing the, the bracket in their two hour long special where it's like, all right, here's number 60. Here's your one seeds. And it's like, okay, these, these, these schedules get leaked hours before. I mean, people were putting together schedule before these schedule release shows. Everybody knew generally what their schedule was. The only people are old white guys who are still waiting around to actually watch the televised (laughs) two hour thing. What's a Twitter? Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, if you're on Twitter and these Twitter videos are so creative, put out by the teams, I say abolish it. I mean, you know, the NFL holds it till eight o'clock at night on the the East Coast. Right. Either just throw it out there at some random time and just kind of blitz everybody and hey, surprise! Here's the schedule when nobody's expecting Ooh, it. Oh, that'd be good. Or just let all these teams do whatever they want and do these videos. Collusion. These Get some bad. collusion going. Where they're okay. We're all releasing our videos at at this time. Yeah. At- 10 30 a.m. on a Tuesday when people are like, Yeah, oh man, this don't is don't announce so it to the what? media. Yeah, don't announce it to the media when it's coming. Just drop the tweet and walk away. That's amazing. That's a great idea. Uh, Shitty says that uh, he says, I'm not kidding. The Bengals was the worst video of all time. That's where I'm at in my Bengals fandom. I didn't even watch. I don't even think I follow the Bengals on Twitter uh, just because <laughs> Damn, even I do. I mean, why for my job? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. The only reason for my job. I don't even know if the craft Root sports account follows the Bengals. I don't think so. Does it? I mean, why would we, why would yeah. we, there's nothing exciting about the Bengals. And then it's like, all right, Marvin Lewis is gone. Who we got? Oh, a quarterback's coach who has no experience as a head coach. Great. This year is going to suck too. So uh, the hype video is actually right on par for the Bengals. Then if it's a terrible hype video, it's going to be a terrible season. And then Anthony let, Wayne's high as fuck. They're not going 10 and six. <laughs> let the internet judge right? <laughs> who had the best schedule release. <laughs> the internet wins anyway. Um, I, I know we got the playoffs to talk about and there's all that stuff going on, but I want to get to, cause you top, talked about it at the top of the show. Tim Anderson for the White Sox and his bat flip, which led to another moment in baseball where 
they're not going to let the kids play and the unwritten rules rear their ugly head. And this is the second time. That, second time that, this season. Yeah, because it was a, a, only two weeks or three weeks in. Yeah, it was a Reds-Pirates game where Dietrich hit a home run that went yep. out of the stadium and he he just watched it. There was he, no bat flip. He, he looked he, at it too long. Yeah, and Chris Archer, Chris Archer took offense to that and uh, plunked uh, Dietrich to the next time up. And the brawl ensued with Yasiel yep. Puig fighting everybody on the Pirates. <laughs> so another instance of a bench-clearing brawl because a pitcher is butthurt. Here's what drives me crazy about this. A pitcher can get a huge strikeout, bases loaded, two outs, uh, only up by one, and he gets a big strikeout, and he's able to pump his fists and like scream and get all excited and go crazy as he walks off the field. And that's fine. You're allowed to do that. But a dude's not allowed to flip his bat or watch his home run until it falls. Fuck you and your unwritten rules. No, and I mean it's we've stupid. we've been on that. But uh, Marcus Stroman, pitcher for uh, championship defending champion team USA in the World Baseball Classic and Toronto Blue Jay, uh, he came out and said he doesn't care. You know, he tweeted out that he doesn't care about what players do if they want to pimp home runs. That's fine or whatever. But he's also you know, they've got to be okay when he shimmies when he goes off the mound, which right. he did in the World Baseball Classic. Big strikeout, big moment, fist pump, shimmy, yeah. that's his thing, or whatever. I, and that's where I'm at with it. It's got to be okay for both, but it can't be only where one person can retaliate because the <laughs> the batter cannot throw his bat at the pitcher right. and have that be okay. Right. There'd be a season long ban. If yeah. somebody, they, they might even get, a, there's been talk of, I, I, I've heard when a, a pitcher or incident where a, a batter can't remember it, but a batter had ran out to the mound with the bat. And there was talk about police filing charges because Jesus. it was going to be assault, assault with, with a weapon. deadly weapon. And, and, and you know, that's insane. Like if, if a pitcher can use a ball as a weapon and it's accepted and it's just part of the unwritten rules. Cause whatever you're not supposed to do this then it can't be that the batter can't also use his bat and i let me be clear i don't think that either one of them should be able to use yeah, the bat or right, the, exactly. the, the ball for that type of punishment but it, again it has to be the same those two things can't happen and it also can't be that only pitchers can celebrate in big moments and the hitters have to hit the home run put their head down run their bases and you know in a a, a timely fashion because we've also seen where oh, well, oh he was you, running the yeah, you, too slowly you were trotting on that home run trot and well you know got to take one in the rear you looked at the pitcher when you rounded first we're yeah. throwing at you and so it just it, I'm over all of it it just has to be this uniform way and, and just accept it let let people celebrate one way or the other and nobody get mad look baseball is so goddamn boring and it's on <laughs> life support let dudes I I love bat flips. Bat flips are amazing. As a matter of fact, I watched videos because of all of this going on today. I just watched videos of bat flips. Like I went to YouTube and was just, I put in bat flips and searched because. And this Tim Anderson bat flip was fantastic. It was a great bat flip. It was fantastic. Uh, Crap Root Sports, who's this? What's up, fellas? It's Frankie. Hey, Frankie, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm all right. How you guys doing? Good, bud. Doing all right. Good to hear from you. Just wanted to weigh in on the bat flipping. Um, as a reformed bat flipper, I've done it more times than I care to admit. <laughs> I know, right? Me, subtle little Frankie. But anyhow, um, basically, I knew what was coming. I didn't even dig in in, the, in my next at bat. My only rule was below the waist. I'm getting hit. That's fine. It's part of the game. But <laughs> just don't headhunt. Nothing above the numbers. 
I would agree with that. I, I mean, you, you definitely shouldn't headhunt, but I don't understand why you got to throw at somebody anyways. Like, just let the dude celebrate. You were the one that fucked up. You left a, a slider hanging across the plate. It's your mistake. Uh, next time, strike him out and then pump your fist right in his face. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong there, but I mean, as you know, baseball is a game of emotions, and we've all let our emotions get the better of us. So Yeah, and that's, that's fair, but every sport is a game of emotions. Can you imagine what would happen if – Every time Gronk spiked it after a touchdown, somebody came in and tried to take out his knees. Like th- that shit happens. If, or after a dunk in the NBA, somebody flexes and it's like, all right, well, we're going to flagrant foul this dude. I was going to say, we're going to upend him next yeah, time down the court. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Sports are emotional. So let these dudes be emotional and flip the bat. First of all, fans are going to fucking love it unless you're in the opposing fan, uh, uh, the opposing ballpark. And then people are going to boo the shit out of you, which is also fun to watch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I have been the villain more than once. It's, 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 it's great. It's great. I actually fed off of it. So, Frankie, uh, before we let you go, what are you puffing on tonight? Uh, grape ape, actually. Grape ape. It's, uh, it's almost bedtime, and it tastes like you are smoking a great Jolly Rancher. I kid you not. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like it could be a beer. On we my might, way to three one two. We might need. <laughs> we might need to bring back uh, craft beer weed strain. Uh, because However, grape ape sounds like a craft beer. Yeah, speaking of that, Lagunitas, you know, one of our Chicago breweries, we put out a, they put out a, a cannabinoid beer every year. Um, what is it? It's either Wanderlust or where's Waldo? If, if you guys get it in the area, highly check it out. We will keep our eyes out on it. <laughs> Frankie, it was great hearing from you, bud. Thanks for calling, bro. Yeah, guys, have a good night. Love the show. All right, Thanks, man. cheers, man. We'll see you, bud. Frank, yeah, God, I love that dude. Uh, all so right, awesome. let's all right. Uh, we gotta wrap things up here. We got ten minutes, man. Ten minutes. All right, real quick then. Uh, NHL playoffs. Tampa Bay booted, swept by the Blue Jackets in the you're, first round. Your BJ's, the BJ's, your, your baby. BJ's showing BJ's up strong. BJ's are just killing it. Uh, BJ's made them swallow. <laughs> Yeah, super pumped about the BJ's beating Tampa Bay. I know the guys at Scout Team were very disappointed that uh, Tampa Bay got swept. There seems to be a curse. If you are if you set the record for wins in a year, you are not winning the title. I would do something to make sure I didn't win the President's Trophy. In those last few weeks, if it looked like, oh, man, we're in line to get this President's Trophy. Is there a way we can tank games, pull all of our starters, <laughs> not play our starting goalie, anything we can do to make sure that the next team up gets this president's trophy. Cause we do not want to be Tampa Bay. It goes beyond that though. It's not just hockey because it's happened twice in hockey, the lightning uh, this year. And then the 95, 96 red wings, they each won 62 games, Tampa Bay swept in round one, Detroit lost in the conference finals in major league baseball, the 1906 Cubs and the 2001 Mariners each won 116 games. Oh, I don't like to remember that Mariners team because they lost to the Yankees in the first round. The no, it was the ALCS. Oh, was it the ALCS? Yeah, the ALCS. Okay. Yes, I just uh, remember they lost and, to the Yankees, and, and the, the Cubs lost the in the series. series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously the Warriors. We talked about them blowing the three-one lead to the Cavs. That was after they had won seventy-three games in the regular season. And then uh, the two thousand seven Patriots, when they won sixteen games, it was like, damn, <laughs> that was Patriots the about to go undefeated. <laughs> and then they lost in the Super Bowl, eighteen one. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that one I co-signed. If you are a, a team that's going to be first place and, and set this record fucking don't just bail bail on the season yeah. bro because cancel uh, it because you're about to lose well 
cancel the season or just go on ahead and make a uh, postseason vacation plans because you already know. All right, guys, we got about another week, <laughs> and this thing's done. It's been a wild ride this season. We set records, but we going home. This eight seed is about to bounce us. Right? <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into consumer candidate because we're running a little low here tonight. Uh, consumer candidate brought to you as always by Tavor. Download that Tavor app now. Use the code two five eight zero two three on the payments and credit screen before placing your first order. You're gonna get ten dollars off your second order. <laughs> Real quick, Jessica said that the BJ's made them choke. <laughs> Well played, yes, Jessica. Well played. Uh, 258023 oh, on that screen. Stock up that beer fridge today with Tavor. Also, uh, the Consumer Candidate brought to you by our newest sponsor, More Labs. Uh, one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying. Bounce back quickly the next morning. It's guaranteed. Money back guarantee on this one. Go to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. At checkout, you're going to get 20% off your non-subscription purchase. Um that way you can you can booze all night long, dude. I needed this last night. I got accidental <clears throat> drunk on bourbon on a, on a Wednesday, getting up, going up on a Wednesday. It was accidental drunk, uh, and then this morning accidental drunk is the worst. But it's even it is. It's, it's twelve times worse on a, a, a weekday when you got to work the next day. Yeah, it was. I got an accidental drunk, but it's usually on a Friday or Saturday. Accidental drunk at the show happens a lot, but uh, yeah. accidental drunk on a Wednesday night was not expected, and it made for a shitty morning. Uh, all right, let's talk about Little Juice Smoothie from Three Magnets Brewing. Scott, consume it or can it? Good mouth feels consume. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, seriously, this this beer never never changed. It's another one of those I wish I had more absolutely consume. Uh, we do. We've I, got Joe's. I can taste <laughs> the apricot. Oh, by the way, I totally lost that poll. Uh, you lost that poll, and I saw you get your ass kicked. A hundred percent of the people <laughs> voted yeah. for apricot over apricot. <sighs> So, yep. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate that. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Yeah. I, I take all victories over Mike, even when they're small. Yep. Appreciate that, everybody. Yeah. So, consume. Absolutely uh, delicious. Definitely a consume. It is so good. Um, all of the citrus flavor and definitely hoppy, uh, but the citrus cuts into that hop, so it's not as uh, overwhelming. I taste hops. That's how. That's how non IPA. You this changed, is how bro. basic. This you is how changed, basic we bro. are. I know. I've come You've a long changed. way. Mm-hmm. It's just a little after. Like the little aftertaste is what's hoppy. Oh uh, yeah, there's that's not. Fine. Yeah, there's not much to it. Uh, Consumer candidate brought to you by Tavor and More Labs. Let's check in on the polls. Let's do it. I uh, I voted already. Have you voted in the I, poll? I did vote, and I want to hear what your vote is because uh, mine I think changed from when I, we initially suggested this poll. I voted for Thursday night games. I would rather my team be Thursday night games, and my only reason for it is if I do want to go to the game, I want to be able to go to the game. As much mm-hmm. as it sucks, uh, you know, to to play on the short week. At least they're in town so I can go party and, and do whatever. I'll just take a morning recovery and be able to get into work the next day. It'll be fine. Um, so I voted for Thursday night. On top of that, I think I convinced myself with the, the line of thinking that having your team fly back and forth to London is going to – yeah, that's going to lead to more losses yeah. that you're not expecting. So I'm going Thursday night. What's your vote? Um, I'm going to surprise people, but when you hear my rationale, you're going to like, that totally makes sense. I'm going with London games. 
And here's why. I don't get to see my team play in person ever anyway. My team that. lives on the West yeah, Coast. I said that, actually. And, and so, <laughs> because the London games... Now, I don't like the idea of all of those games starting at 7 and 30 in the morning and me waking up and them being partially over and me having to set an alarm to get up to watch football. But I'll tell you this, the older I've gotten and the more things I've got going on, I get irrationally upset about all of the four o'clock start game times because they're West coast teams and they play at one o'clock their time, but I got to sit around all day and wait for them to play. And then it takes until seven o'clock. And now that I work at two o'clock in the morning, that means that <laughs> bedtime is right after. And you know what? It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. If my team played at 7am because they play at 7am be done by 10. I'm like, Hey, Y'all are about to watch all this football. I'm about to go on with my Sunday. That is Sunday. such an old man thing. It is the old manest <laughs> of old manest things, but that is where I am. The 24-year-old version of me wants to talk to the 34-year-old version of me and probably kick my ass. Because <laughs> there is no way that I would have ever said London ever yeah, for there's, this there's poll. Absolutely no way. Uh, votes are very close on this one. This is a, and, and we actually had, uh, Kevin chimed in and, and commented and said, this is the best one we've done because both options suck. Absolutely. And, and both options are very terrible. Uh, when you combine. Yeah, to be fair, they both suck. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want either, but having to take When you combine Twitter and Facebook, 67% of people say they would rather have all Thursday home games rather than all London. That's, I was think the ability to see their team is what right. drives it. I think that's the driving motivation. Well, and nobody wants there. to get up that early to watch those London games. No, there's that. I don't think people care because really? they're going to be like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to have some drinks. I'm going to have some mimosas. If you're partying Saturday night, 7 a.m. wake up call to watch the games, like, uh... don't go to sleep. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. That's how you do that. You just don't go to sleep and you continue to party. And we got to get out of here before they kick us off. Yep, they're going to kick us off the air on 12 ounce. Uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was a. Hey. Fantastic show. Shout out to Brandy. She tuned in after she got off. She told us we are funny, but nothing holds a candle to her. She was awesome. Thank you, Brandy, Fantastic for calling guest. in and having uh, us on your show. <laughs> Go follow Brandy, but don't be creepy uh, yes, about it. Yes, please don't slide uh, into her DMs. Yeah, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Represent our show well. Don't do not do that to us. Yeah. Uh, but you can also follow us at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scott K underscore junior. Follow me at Mike Berlon. Hit up Joe at JoeGoalie4. Tell him he needs to be sitting back in this chair. Uh, the drunk line, I think we're good, maybe. I don't know. I'll listen back to this one and see how it sounds. 440. Like Tiger Woods. Maybe, 37 drunk. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Tiger Woods before this, best. Right. 440-37-DRUNK. You can call anytime. Leave a message. Uh, be sure to subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and also check out 12-Ounce Sports Radio. All of the fantastic shows that are on 12-Ounce. Uh, check out Scout Team tomorrow morning. Specifically for their... those boys. Loud Beard and Chris America Terran. Love them, Monday dudes. through Friday. Go listen to their Friday, show. Friday draft tomorrow, so I'm really mm. excited. Uh, and they're coming six... off that loss to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be sure to check them out. Uh, check out everything on 12 Ounce Sports. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. We out.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.